Hello, everyone, and welcome to the episode of Capital Production Podcast. As always, I'm Sean Harris, and I'm joined today by the man, the myth, the legend, Chopin Lizzo. You got to stop calling me that, but thank you, Sean. Thank you. All right, so we have another special episode for you guys today. It's actually going to be our second episode discussing our APPE rotation. So in our previous episode of our rotations, we discussed, Joven discussed his second and, sorry, Joven discussed his first and second rotations, and I discussed my first rotation. But in this episode, Joven's going to be touching on his third rotation, and I'll be discussing my second rotation. So I know traditionally on this podcast, usually uh, I go first, but Joven, <laughs> do you want to take, you know, take it away from here and start off? Yeah. Yeah, I can do that. Um, but before we start, I want to make sure we gave a couple shout outs to some people. So definitely, of course, of course. again, to everybody that contributed to the questions. So thank you, Hunter, for the questions with the episode with Dr. Marini. Um, also, Alex, both Alex's and um, Gino, right? Gino in Gainesville. Uh, thank you guys for Go ahead. Yeah, and then uh, the anonymous people as well that didn't write their names, but we yeah. appreciate your input as well. Yes, definitely, definitely the anonymous people as well. And um, another shout out to all the avid listeners, all the people that have been um, supportive of us through the past couple of years. And one of them is Victoria. She's uh, she's working on something for us. We're not going to announce it yet. Hopefully, it gets approved. But big, big, big shout out to Victoria. I'm super, super um, happy that she's a fan of the podcast as she listens to it. To it. And um, great friend, going to be a great pharmacist and um, super, super supportive. So I just want to make sure we give her a, a big, big shout out on Capsule Production Podcast. And with love that, it, I love it. Yeah, you got it. Got to love it. And um, with that, we'll go ahead and go into uh, rotation three. So my third rotation, I'm currently on my block. So my third rotation was my second rotation at that block, and that's at Advent Health Celebration. So the rotation that I just completed was the general med, um, general medicine rotation, which isn't your typical general med rotation. Um, because the pharmacists that I was paired with were pharmacists that have a critical care background. So it was more critical care based. So that's something that you need to keep in mind if you do plan on doing your block at celebration or doing a general med rotation at celebration. It's going to be more critical care focused rather than a typical gen med rotation. Now, that actually worked out for me because due to the pandemic, my critical care rotation actually got dropped. But and I wasn't able to fill it with another critical care rotation. So this actually kind of worked out for me because I had a interest in critical care. So being able to have this experience on my gen med rotation was very beneficial for me. So if you're someone who is interested in critical care, or maybe if, you know, maybe if you're unsure about whether it's for you or not, like I was, that's, I think it's a, it's a benefit to have this rotation because you're gonna have a little gen med sprinkled in with a critical care focused rotation. And then that won't have to take away from your electives. So you still have an extra elective to be able to select whatever patient care elective you want or non-patient care elective you want for the um, UF focused uh, students. So that's something I would highly recommend. Um, they also take students that aren't from UF. So it's not just a UF based site. 
there were other students from other universities. There was a student from Larkin while I was there. So it's not just UF. So you, you'll have the opportunity to engage with pharmacy students from other schools, which I like. You know, you get to build that network and also get to get a feel for different pharmacy schools, you know. So I think that's super cool and an opportunity to learn and grow in that sense. So back to the rotation itself. So like I said, it's mainly critical care. So it's a lot of stuff that you probably (laughs) did not learn very well in school just because it's such a hard concept to really grasp just in school. So I feel it's better to actually practice and you kind of get a feel for the different um, drip rates, the different vasopressors and why certain patients are in certain situations. And being that it is the um, pandemic is going on right now, you also are going to have COVID patients and you can kind of see firsthand how the hospital is treating those patients. And you can also see firsthand um, what these patients are going through, you know, the complex, the complexity of the disease state and how it's impacting their, their body and everything that's going on there. And um, I know Sean kind of touched upon this on his last rotation because he had a critical care focused rotation but also you'll have to deal with codes you know um oh god i know it's coming (laughs) yeah so codes are probably the the rough part you know it's um quite sad i probably experienced four or five codes while i was there and it's tough um you know if the person doesn't make it and you have the family member there um it's a tough sight to see it's tough to to be in that environment so that's um that's probably the only downside I could say to this rotation was just um you know if somebody doesn't make it that's kind of rough and you got to be able to handle that and if you don't deal with death well if you don't deal with um you know being able to show empathy to the family members being around the family members and friends who are crying who are um their hearts are broken during distraught disbelief that this actually just happened. Cause a lot of times, you know, they're not expecting this to happen. Um, so that's something that you should kind of keep in mind that you will have to experience if you plan on doing a critical care elective or doing like the gen med rotation at Advent health celebration. So, Other than- how- Go ahead. so how is it structured? Like, was it like, were you given projects? Did you have to sort of, make your own schedule in terms of that or like how was it structured to I guess push you about projects and also like a learning opportunity do you have topic discussions or how was it set up yeah yeah I was actually about to get into that so thank you for asking I knew um, it I knew you were <laughs> no it's all good it's all good so the schedule now they have two pharmacists that work there one of them is more medical based ICU the other one's more um CV so cardiovascular based so or focus I should say so the cardiovascular pharmacist shows up at nine. So it's more of a nine to five. And the um, medical critical care pharmacist shows up at about 730. So that shift would be more of a 730 to four shift. So it depends on who you're paired with or who you're with maybe that week or day. It could switch because sometimes one of them might be off. So you'll be with the other one that day and et cetera, et cetera. So it depends which preceptor you'll have as far as the shift that you'll have, but um, they're pretty flexible. If you have more of an interest in cardiovascular, I'm pretty sure the medical pharmacist wouldn't mind if you spent some time with the cardiovascular, um, maybe like 
split split the days during the week or something like that, or maybe split weeks. You, could, you spend three weeks with him, then you spend three weeks with the other pharmacist. So I'm sure um, they wouldn't mind. They're pretty flexible there, but those are generally going to be your time frames as far as hours. Now projects, there wasn't that many projects to say, and I'm doing like air quotations right now. There was definitely a lot of topic discussions, that's for sure, whether formal or informal. And, you know, being there, it's just like, I probably had a topic discussion like two a week, I think. So close to 10, close to 10, somewhere between 10 and 12 topic discussions I had that were formal. It's a lot, you're doing a lot, but it's maybe while you're doing it, you don't realize how helpful it is, but definitely... Once you complete it, it's very helpful because now you have all the information that you need condensed into a nice handout, you know? So everything you need to know really about a disease state, if you do a, if you do a great job, you know, with your um, topic discussion handout, you have all this great material that you can now refer to. If you ever forget something or you need a refresher, it's like you already did, it, you already created it, it's right there for you. So that was actually pretty beneficial um, in hindsight. And also, like I said, you also have informal topic discussions, and that's probably the best part of that uh, rotation. Um, these pharmacists are very insightful. They know more than just critical care. They're very well-versed in different disease states. And so anything I had a question on, I could ask them. And then they had a whiteboard, and they kind of draw things out, show diagrams, and really break things down to a level for you to understand. And even when they had multiple students, if one student didn't understand it, they would break it down even further for that student to grasp that knowledge. And that's the main thing is that they really, 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 really want to teach. And that's important in a preceptor because if they do not like to teach or do not want to teach, how will you learn? That is the whole point of us being on rotation is to learn. So I've learned so much for the, from those two pharmacists. I highly recommend it. Um, the only way I, I would say not to rate this rotation is if one, you know, for sure, critical care is not for you and you have no interest in that. And two, if you really want a more traditional gen med, like maybe if you're into infectious disease, um, you want to be an ID pharmacist, I would, you know, I would say it might be better to find a place that has maybe their gen, their gen med rotations with the ID pharmacist, you know? So that way you can kind of get that um, letter of recommendation from them and kind of really see day in, day out what they're going through as far as their career. But yeah, so to answer your question, Sean, 7.30 to four if you're on the med side, nine to five if you're on the cardiovascular side and a lot of topic discussions, but it's very beneficial in the long run. Outside of that, you might get a couple of projects here or there but nothing too crazy. They're pretty, they're pretty chill, pretty flexible. Um, if you needed time to work on a project or something like that, they'll give you time during the rotation to work on it. So that's very helpful. Um, so you don't have to do everything when you're at home. Um, yeah. Any, any other questions, Sean? I don't know. Sounds like it's a, it's a great place to have a rotation on then if you really want to get a lot out of it. Yeah, d definitely. It's a site where, yes, you're going to, you're going to work a lot. So, you know, that's another thing. If, if you're not interested in working a lot on rotation, maybe because you have a family and you have to work a lot, 
outside um, part-time at your community or hospital job, or if you have maybe, you know, um, if you're a woman, maybe you're pregnant or you're expecting, or maybe you just delivered a child and you're trying to raise, or if you have a family, whatever the case may be, if you feel like you don't have a lot of time to devote to a rotation, then this rotation would not be for you because you're going to devote a lot of time, whether in the pharmacy, because there was times where I thought I was going to leave at five and then a code happened and then I'm there until like 630. <laughs> so anything can happen, really. So you can be there for a long period of time. And another thing I should say, it's very rare that I ever left at five because whether it be a topic discussion or an informal topic discussion, a code something happened to where I probably did not leave at five. So expect to stay longer <laughs> than five, but it's, it's truly beneficial in the end. So if you have a very busy schedule and you know, you're not willing to do those extra hours, it might be kind of tough for you to handle this rotation, to be honest with you. But other than that, that's what I would say. It's um, the only negatives is, is having to deal with um, codes and people passing and the family members, the sadness with all that. And, um, the positives, you learn a lot. You learn a lot. You're with pharmacists that really care about you, really want you to learn. They they also, another thing I forgot to say, they also um, ask a lot of nap, NAPLEX-type questions. So they kind of want you to be able to pass the NAPLEX and try to cater your learning to the core disease states that would probably be on the NAPLEX, what um, TPNs, prepare you with TPNs, Vanco consults, you also have to do and stuff like that. Yeah, that's what I say. Great rotation. Great rotation. I would definitely say it's uh it's tough. It's tough. I might might have to put it at number two out of my three rotations right now. Might have to put that one at number two right behind the AmCare uh rotation that I had before it. But I mean you are an AmCare kind of guy, so you know, take that with a grain of salt. You know, it's still a good rotation. <laughs> yeah, I guess I guess you could say that. Take that with a grain of salt. Um personality doesn't matter, but Oh, and that's the other thing, speaking of which, you know, a lot of your patients will not be, you know, if you like to engage and interact with patients, that's not what's going to happen in the ICU. So that's a, that's another thing that if you wanted that type of experience, maybe I'm not sure what other gen med rotations are like because I haven't done one, but if maybe the, depending on where you're at, maybe you have more um, patient involvement or interaction, but at this site, it's kind of tough because obviously it's critical care. So a lot of them might be ventilated um, and going through some, some other tough disease states and they're not in the mood to talk much. What about, um, what about your rotation, Sean? How'd your last one go? All right. My last rotation. All right. So my last rotation was at HCA Central Florida Regional Hospital in Sanford. It was a hospital rotation. However, kind of what you were touching upon, how yours was untraditional, my hospital rotation was untraditional. But in a sense, I felt like it kind of benefited me because I did have tech experience um, in the hospital prior to pharmacy school. And for me, I want to be more clinical based. So I was just excited for that. So my day to day, I would come in around eight o'clock and I would prep and do my pre-rounds. So there... My responsibilities really was we did ICU rounds and then we did the cardiovascular ICU. I had a little bit of trauma patients because they also, I think, I think they're a level 
three trauma center. Don't quote me on that, but like they say are a trauma center there. No, quote, so that quote was cool. Trauma. I got <laughs> quote me, quote me. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that was really cool. I mean, I'm someone who really enjoys acute care, so it kind of further um, ha- like rehash everything I learned at my first rotation in critical care at Apopka. So I like that. I really felt like I brought a lot of um, unique ideas from another um, institution because I was at Advent. So it was really good if you don't want a hospital that's maybe less clinical focused where you're just doing a lot of like helping the technicians and doing things like that. So one thing that I sort of noticed and so it did progressively get, I was getting more involved, like the progression of me being involved as a student there. But in the beginning, it was kind of unstructured where they didn't have a sort of set schedule of things after rounds to do. So I really didn't have much responsibilities and it was kind of just downtime, which was something, I mean, I like to always be busy or else the days sort of just drag. So that's something I didn't like, but I sort of brought it up. And I mean, everybody there is great. They're amazing people. Like, I had a lot of fun there. Everybody has a great personality there. And um, so really they gave me a lot more responsibilities. So after rounds, um, I got to help with antimicrobial stewardship. I got to look at all the different antibiotics people were on and see if there was room for de-escalations. I was examining all the new cultures and sensitivities coming back to see if I could call physicians and really just, you know, make the best um, antibiotic therapy for the patients. Um, I also did some IVDPOs, some bancos and TPNs. I know you just touched on that you did as well. Um, I did a journal club and then I also did an in-service on the CAP 2019 guidelines there. So at the end, I started to pick up, like, I kind of like woke eyes, like I wanted to get more involved and they were more than happy to accommodate that. So I did like that. Um, but I did feel like it was sort of whacking and I didn't get one-on-one individualized, like topic discussions, like you were just talking about, Joven. I know for me as a student, topic discussions is where I really sort of learn and sort of remember everything back from pharmacy school that I may have forgotten. Because that, that's what so really that knowledge when they're yeah. asking you questions out of nowhere. It kind of, it really, because you're put on the spot, you know, and it's, you don't have the pen and paper. <laughs> you don't have multiple choice. So it's really what's in your brain and you really thinking about the disease state and, and medications and stuff like that. So that's why I think it's, it's very crucial to enhance your learning and to also learn about the gaps in learning that you have um, with topic discussions. Yeah, exactly. But I did, um, on my final eval, I did bring it up. Like that's something that I feel like like would be more helpful and they're really listening to it. So I hope in future rotations, that's something that I really focus on. I know currently they didn't have any like residents there, like pharmacy residents there. So I think they're kind of maybe transition. And I mean, they didn't say it, but I feel like that's kind of like what I was kind of getting, like maybe like what I was like, maybe they're hinting towards. They want to sort of like become more teaching focused, maybe down the line. I'm not sure, but that's what it seemed like. They really appreciated my feedback of what I had to say. But they really, they let me do four tens instead of doing um, five days a week, which is really nice. So I had three day weekends, which I love. They were super flexible. Um, Yeah. People, they were really nice. And um, they also had Chick-fil-A every single day of the week that would come by. So I did eat a lot of Chick-fil-A on that rotation. I didn't say that. Celebration, Celebration does that too. I think it's on Wednesday. Uh, they have Chick-fil-A come in. 
So you can get that. That's a plus if I'm, I don't care for Chick-fil-A, so I'm, it doesn't affect me. But to those that love it, there you go. Celebration it is. Or Sanford. <laughs> well, there goes our uh, future Chick-fil-A sponsorship, Joe. Thanks. <laughs> I didn't say they were bad. I just said I wasn't, I'm not really into it. But it's cool. Chick-fil-A, uh, I love you. So, you know, yeah. don't, don't completely disregard our podcast. Yeah, sponsor Sean. Um, yeah. yeah, but did you have any questions or anything about my rotation, Jovan? Um, what would you say would be the the type of students that would be best for that rotation? Type of students that'd be best, um, yeah. or I would say somewhat, yeah, or not interested. Like, like how I said with, um, you know, if you're not if you don't think you can handle death well, that might be an issue for you. Like what type of students do you think would do well at that rotation or not do well at that, that rotation? Yeah. So I definitely agree with what you sort of mentioned about like the critical care setting, because you are going to be in the ICU. So if that's not the setting that's for you. Um, I would say if, if you want a more traditional hospital practice, if you want to know like the ins and outs of how like hospital works, maybe not the strongest rotation but i would say if you are looking for something where you you don't really care about doing like a hospital practice and you want to get more clinical hours you want to get more um opportunity to get acute care definitely good rotation like for me i felt like it was maybe it wasn't so like as um like learning focused as i wanted but for me it was great because i just got to spend more time in critical care which is an area that i love so if you also have the same passion, hopefully, hopefully we have a few listeners that do, then I would recommend it. However, I will leave this caveat. Um, they didn't really have individualized rotations, um, meaning if you had your block there, I believe you were doing similar things on each rotation. It wasn't too specialized or focused. So I would say if you're looking for something with more of a diversity, maybe not schedule that. Okay. And that's helpful to know. So no problem with having it on your schedule. Don't, don't worry about having it on your schedule as, as a one-stop rotation, but as far as a block, it might be an issue because you're doing the same things every single day for three to four months potentially. And it's like, you're not really being able to branch out and do different things. Um, Okay. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like I, I loved my time there, and I loved all the pharmacists and the technicians, and we had we had a couple good, great doctors that were. Is it teaching me things that like what's that? Is it a smaller hospital? Yeah, it's it's a smaller hospital. I'm not sure the bed size. Um, I'd probably say maybe it was similar to like a Popka, but they did have like the the trauma area, so that was nice. But yeah, it's definitely a smaller hospital. Okay. Yeah, sometimes, you know, that's that's an issue. Okay, that's helpful. That's definitely helpful. And you mentioned something that made me re- remember stuff with my rotation. Um, I forgot to mention you will have four soap notes you have to do. So basically do week two, week three, week four, week five. So week two through five, you have to do a soap note. Um, You get to pick the patient you want to work up. So that's kind of cool. Um, Just find one, do it. And it's due, for me, it was due f- Friday night at midnight. I know the student before me, I believe it was due for her on the following Monday at midnight. So 
the timing of when it's due could change, but you should be doing four soap, four soap notes. Um, I also had a journal club as well, but the articles will be kind of critical care based articles. So that's kind of what you'll be focused on. And also have to do a patient case presentation. But the one thing I will, I think is super beneficial there is that they give great feedback off of your presentations and they're not, they make the environment very comfortable for you. So it's not where you feel kind of scared and worried, like, oh my gosh, they're going to take me, they're going to think I'm so dumb or anything like that. They're very calm, very chill pharmacists and they understand it. They, they were students before, like they get it. And so they just really try to help and teach you rather than give you like harsh criticism or be rude to you or anything like that. So they're very friendly, very informative, very polite, very kind, and very fortunate to have been there and to be able to reach out to these pharmacists whenever I need anything. I think that's also a very big benefit. Um, I even also, while there, they offered me the opportunity to present at mid-year by giving me a patient case. So that's something else you could do. So I think this place is a great place if you're looking for a CV booster. Um, if you look at your CV and you feel that you're, maybe you're lacking in this department, maybe you want to present at mid-year, you don't have that. Or maybe if you're looking for a publication, maybe they have, because they're very active, they're working on a lot of different things and they could always use um, some extra help to complete some of their um, tasks, some of their uh, publications, some of their articles that they're writing. They're always willing to help students be able to get a presentation at mid-year to help boost their CV. So doing all that, doing the soap notes, the journal club, the patient case presentation, like all of that helps to boost your boost your CV. And I'm sure if you ask, they could even give you extra projects if you're looking for. So that's just um, some stuff. There was also a resident. Um, I didn't spend much time with the resident because the resident was on a different rotation. The resident wasn't with the critical care pharmacist, but I saw the resident like every day. I just didn't spend much time with the resident, but that's also helpful to kind of gauge how they, you know, treat their residents, which they treated him very well. And um, kind of gauge whether or not you want to be in that type of environment as a resident. So that's something else I thought was um, very beneficial about the site. Sean, you got anything else you want to add? Just think about what you said. Like, I definitely feel like people at my rotation were very like accepting, um, but very caring about the students there. Yeah. Um, I mean, I miss everybody there. Like, they were all great people to work with. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will say, this this rotation because it wasn't structured. I mean, as structured as maybe other ones are. I'm not sure. I've only had two rotations, but um, I think it's really just what you you make. You can make it. Like, how does that go? <laughs> You can, you get what you make out of it. There you go. Okay. Like if you want to speak up and take more roles and responsibilities, you can do that. If you want to do end services like I did, you can, you can sort of pave your own path, you know, or if you want to just have a relaxed rotation, maybe don't, like, you know what I mean? Like you can really tailor it to your experience. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Got it. All pretty right. good. Pretty good rotation. Yeah, hopefully um, everybody kind of understood what we were getting at. So as far as our rotations, our experiences, if anybody listening has any questions, even if this isn't a recent listener, you know, if, if you listen to this next year, 
Um, if you're a second year student, you listen to this episode um, when you're a third year student, it's fine. You can still reach out to us. You can find us on Instagram. You can find us on LinkedIn, Facebook. Um, if you go to our Instagram page, it's um, at Capsule Production. You can find us on there. On there in our bio, we have a link tree. And on the link tree, you can find our personal, my personal LinkedIn, because I have one. And well, <laughs> it's not a shot, Sean. It's not a shot. It's a shot, man. I, I, I got I to make one before mid-year. Now. <laughs> I, I got to add, I got to add that to the five other projects I'm already working on. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Wait, wait till we, till we get to tell you all about our current rotation. Um. <laughs> yeah. Spoiler. So Spoiler. Joven's still at Celebration, but I am at Celebration as well. Yes, so yes, we're together on this rotation. Yes, the capsule team is is at uh, is at celebration right now. We're we're killing it, but we're also killing ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but we're putting in work, though, you know. Yeah, we're putting in work. We're putting in work. We're loving it. It's uh, it's just the way it goes sometimes when you're trying to be great. But uh, yeah, so just go on our Instagram capsule production link tree. My LinkedIn will be there. Sean's. I think I believe Sean's on there, but Sean's Instagram, Facebook is on there. My Instagram, Facebook, yeah, is it's on there. Um, definitely feel free to reach out to us with any questions, even if it's not about these rotations. What do you think about our schedule? What do you think about these rotations? Have you heard anything about these rotations? We can kind of reach out to our colleagues to see how their experiences were at these sites. So definitely don't be shy. Um, you don't have to know us. It's okay. You can reach out to us. Even if you don't go to UF, feel free to reach out to us. We can kind of talk to you about our experiences. And um, just one one last tidbit I would say is definitely be vocal. I think a lot of people are not vocal enough on their rotation. Be vocal about what you want to learn. Be vocal about what you feel like you need help in. If there are certain disease states, you know. If you feel like maybe AFib is something you need more work on, maybe you need help with inhalers, you know, um, the different inhaler types. That was something I felt like I was lacking in. And fortunately, one of the Amcare pharmacists was willing to go over that with me, take some time on Tuesdays to kind of break down the difference between the inhalers and kind of teach me different counseling points. So be vocal because all of these pharmacists, they're preceptors for a reason, you know, they they're really interested in teaching and they want us to learn and they want to see pharmacy get pushed forward in the right way. And so they want to help us, but they don't know how to help us if we're not vocal about it. So definitely be vocal and um, let them know what you're interested in, different things you would like to do, different things you would like to learn about, maybe do topic discussions, even if it's informal, do you have the time to kind of go over this with me, Um, et cetera, et cetera. So Definitely be vocal and always feel free to reach out to Sean or I. Um, even Jeff, you can always reach out to Jeff and Brandon as well because they had different rotations. Brandon spent some time at the FDA. If you didn't listen to the FDA episode, that's fine, but I encourage you to go back to listen to it. And also, you could uh, reach out to Brandon. He'll gladly tell you about ex- his experience at the FDA. And he also, um, which hopefully soon we'll be able to get an episode, he was also able to do a rotation in Germany. So he was able to do one of the foreign rotations. So if you're interested in a rotation in, a, in another country, which uh, maybe next year, if you know COVID kind of dies down and things get back to normal, maybe next year that'll be something that you'll be able to sign up for. So Brandon, 
could be a great resource to contact in order to find out how his experience was and what he learned um, in Germany and whatnot. But yeah, I think that's, that's it from everything that I have to say. Uh, I loved it. Great site, great pharmacist. They're cool. They're chill. They're funny. They're fun to be around. You have the medical ICU, CV ICU, CV booster. Definitely. You can get a lot of things done. You can add to your CV. If you feel like it's down, you will be working hard. You will be working a lot, but most of the time you'll be laughing and having fun. (laughs) So that's the good thing about it. And um, you won't be just alone on your laptop or on the, their laptop or a computer just, you know, in the corner doing your own thing. Like, no, you're very involved. You're incorporated. You get to meet a lot of the doctors, the nurses, the respiratory therapists, case management. You know, I met all of them. So that's that's a cool experience where I, I don't know if I would have had anywhere else. So definitely cool. Once again, it is more critical care based, but, you know, that that was fine with me. I really enjoyed that. You get to learn about that. The different um the different drips vasopressors etc cetera, etc cetera. i recommend it and then yeah sean i don't know if you want to give a quick final recap of your site no i think exactly what you just said applied to mine as well be vocal right no yeah. matter what rotation site you get maybe it's not something you like initially how mine sort of was going i mean i liked it but i wanted to get more out of it so i was vocal i got so much more responsibilities i was a busier day I got a lot more things I can put on my CV, like Joe been saying. Nothing really like uh, for presentations for mid-year there, but a lot of responsibilities that will look great that you can list on your CV. I don't just say, hey, I was there and I was um, I was filling stuff. And yeah, you know what I mean? Like it's a lot more clinical skills that you can have there if you speak up. Also a good rotation if you don't want to do your traditional hospital practice. So I would recommend it if you do want to get some acute care experience again. And I think, I think, I think it was, it was a, it was a good rotation, but I think just really think about what I said and if like it's a good fit and something to consider then I would say go for it. Cool. Well, uh, I think that's it. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Thank you guys for listening. Um, shout out again, Victoria, big fan of the show. We appreciate you. Um, thanks again to Hunter, Gino, Alex, and all the anonymous, um, all the people that send in anonymous questions and also big thank you to Sean because he's the one that was able to set this up. So big thank you to you, Sean. This is your, your shout out moment. I should have said in the beginning, but I guess better late than never. And um, also big shout out to Dr. Uh, Brian Marini for being able to take the time to speak to us as well. Yeah. Thank you everyone. See you on next episode.